Hi folks, welcome to Deceptively Clever, a history podcast that's casual about the truth. Today we are continuing our history of cinema fortnight that we coincidentally started. Uh, we've got a pretty terrible invention for today's topic. For any new listeners, there is always an object, there are always two true statements, one lie, and there is a scoreboard. Going into this one, I am in the lead 4-3 as John tries to close the gap. Enjoy. Right, listeners, we've brought you in here because we've reached an important point of contention. I just suggested that one of our friends is more of an Apple Music person than Spotify, and John called that a derogatory comment. No. John, I, I, I would like to know. This is, not, it was this is not going to be a personal attack. John is fragile today. We're going to be kind to John today. I've even set John up with the easiest set of statements I've ever given him. However, John, on the long term, do you think we will have more listeners on Spotify or on all other platforms together? Wait. On. Oh, I see. Um. I'll just say, though, I didn't say it was a derogatory term. I said it sounded like a derogatory term. It sounded like it a sounded derogatory It sounded like term. you were dismissing yeah. this person as an Apple Music fan. Um, yeah. Although... A stupid, a stupid, ignorant Apple fanboy. Kind of like <laughs> the person who is currently recording a podcast on an iMac within reach. They have a MacBook, <laughs> an iPhone, an iPad. And my Android phone still sounds pretty good. Um, I've got a Chromebook and a... Samsung. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um, You're the person that would be derogatory towards Apple Music people. Which is why I assumed you were being derogatory. Because <laughs> mm. you like to believe that everybody shares your, your values. I was like, mm, yes. I bet they are an Apple Music fan. Um, I think if I had to pick either Spotify or Apple podcasts, I would think would have more on Spotify. However, I hope deep in my heart... Almost as much as I hope this podcast does get some actual listeners, that Spotify is not the biggest platform, because I think Spotify is a pretty terrible company, and I hate them. <laughs> and, as a further follow-up to that, I am so tired of these stupid year-in-review things that people post, except for the people who have been posting the Deceptively Clever podcast as their number one podcast on Spotify for the year. Those people are amazing. They can stay. That's been great. I've loved seeing that. Everyone else, everyone else with their... We don't care really what you've been listening to anyway, but stop giving Spotify free marketing. It makes no sense to share it's, this. I I didn't share mine. I do like seeing it, <laughs> and I like my playlist, <laughs> it, but, I, but I'm not sharing yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I you didn't the, share it. I see the no need in sharing it. Um, I do. You could have shared it after I just said all that, because that would have been funny. And I didn't <laughs> notice whether you have or not, because I just skip every single one of them other than the ones that share Deceptively Clever. And we were fortunately able... We didn't even share many of the... to the at Deceptively Clever Instagram, because oh. we're not about self-promotion. Or promoting Spotify. Um, it, was also, it was also all of our friends as well, which seemed a bit of a weird thing to then share, but that was pro. Um, well, random listeners don't know that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we didn't know these strangers. Um, what I liked is it proved that those people listen to no other Spotify podcasts. I was going to say, we're only on up their, to episode 16. On their top five podcasts, it's Deceptive Clever at the top, and then two to five is just empty. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good it is. They're like, no other podcast is worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only listening to Deceptively Clever from now on. How sad do you think those listeners are on Mondays when we don't release on time? 
Oh, don't get me started on that, please. I'm fuming. Yeah, <laughs> should we start a podcast? I think we, I think we should do a podcast. Yes, I like how normally, oh, I haven't told you this, but we're going to do mine just because oh. then yours can be the actually good one. Um, I have no faith in that. I like the way you tell me how you came across your object. So I'm going to set a scene for you. It is last week, about 11 p.m. Haven't got an object. We're recording in the morning. I need one. Where do you go when you don't have an object? You search weird inventions. You scroll down to about the fifth or sixth search result. You click on one called Worst Inventions Ever Top 50. And you pick an option from it. And I'm just going to read you about 10 other things on that list of worst inventions that our object today sits in the middle of. Are you ready for them? Yep. New Coke, Agent Orange, Subprime Mortgages, Auto-Tune, Tanning Beds, CFCs, Asbestos, Pay Toilets, Spam Email, and Crocs. Our object today, John, if your search engine is ready... Like, what those... Those... Such like a... Uh, such like a, a, a variety and the amount of damage those inventions have done. <laughs> yes, they're comparing things that are actually horrible, like Agent Orange and Crocs, with things like Auto-Tune, which are crimes against culture, sure. Yeah. Perhaps not on the same level. I mean, do you want to rate those before we get into the episode? Do you want to go one to? I think I was just a little bit shocked that on those paying for toilets and Agent Orange are in the same list in any context. Um, um, as a person with an anxiety disorder and IBS, pay toilets, pay toilets are not horrible for the reasons you would think they're horrible. They're horrible because you always need to get coins, especially in England. It's always thirty p, so you need two specific coins. Mm-hmm. When everything else in the world has Apple Pay. Pay toilets pay toilet like, are terrible. It just doesn't make any sense. It, oh, God. Comparable if to a person it. wants to get into a pay toilet without paying because they haven't got any money and live on the street, they can jump the fence. It's not hard. Yeah, it's very true. But there are per- people who are desperate to go to the toilet and you, they won't even let you tap your phone. And you, haven't got, you haven't got 220Ps because no one has 220Ps. <sighs> And they have those stupid change machines nearby, and the line for the change machine is bigger than the line for the toilet. Always train stations, but you no longer have to pay for toilets at train stations. Universal rule. It's great. Good, because that was not the case when I left, except the one at Euston was always out of order, which was great. However, it was at the exact opposite end of the platform that went to Birmingham New Street. That always annoyed me. Birmingham New Street announced they had free toilets, and it was great. Um... Right, yeah, we get, we get completely distracted. What? So, I I cannot guess or have any idea what, and it it could be anything. What my object's gonna be? Yeah. Yeah. Is your search engine ready? It is ready. Yeah. The object is smell o vision. Smell o vision. Type it in. Search it. Don't go scrolling. Just look at the first couple of things that come up. Tell me what you see. Oh god, I see all sorts of things. Is there a machine that looks like it's in the 1950s? Yes, with like, it's two blokes pointing at it. Exactly. So, incidentally, and entirely coincidentally... What I'm looking at there. We've, we both picked 
a device that contributes to the art and history of filmmaking and film viewing. This is a device that paired the magic of cinema with smells. Nice. Or not nice, depending on what film you're watching. I found it hard to to use this as my object because I viscerally dislike the idea, even though I can't smell any of the scents that they released. But I sure as hell know I would not have enjoyed it. Um, so this technology, which we have to we do have to call it technology, and it was was <laughs> developed by a guy called um, Hans Laube. He was German. However, he pretty quickly had nothing to do with the specific smell-o-vision device, which is a particular form of the technology. This one was developed in conjunction with uh, a film by some filmmakers called Mike Todd, and more relevantly his son, Mike Todd Jr., and it was premiered, released alongside a film called The Scent of Mystery. Oh, The Scent of Mystery. Shall we deal with the very basics, and I mean very basics, of how this worked? John? Yes. I'm assuming that that weird circle thing pushes smells out. <laughs> um, kind of. So basically, what had to happen was that device had to trigger the release of scents and it had to get them to theatre seats. So they delivered the scents to every seat in the theatre. It had a belt, so the round things are belts that turned on reels in conjunction with the film reel so that the sequence of sense and timing of release of sense was in time with the film so that they were released at the right moment. There was a system of ducts that delivered whatever the released scent was and they had sort of a vacuum and fan system to suck and push the chemicals that were the aromas to the seats. Gross. Not good. I I will say, like... Definitely search this because I can't really describe what I'm looking at. I think but basically it's a it's, box. Yeah, it's not necessary has... to know what it looks like to, because we're talking about smells which you can't see. <laughs> yeah, it, that's true. It's 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 not a visual it's not a visual thing. It had there's a box with two reels. On those reels was a belt. That belt had holes in it, and as the um, holes which were timed with the film reel, uh, as the holes passed some sort of sensor detector that triggered the release of chemicals which were in test tubes inside the box, or vials, I guess would be more relevant, and they were squirted into a little vacuum thing and then forced out through a duct system. That is the best understanding I have of how it worked. Probably I've supposed some of that, but that's what it sounded like in the articles. It's just, yeah. Who thought this was a good idea? Too many people thought this was a good idea. Joe, all my head is going to is in the Star Wars: A New Hope. They go in. There's a whole point where they're in the trash compactor. Would they just like waft bin smells through the entire cinema? We'll kind of get into this with one of the statements, <laughs> um, but I think the choice of what sense to use even if the technology worked flawlessly, was very important or would have been very important. Yeah. I would say just before, I don't want to ruin any of the statements, but just think about how many 
films you've gone to see in the theatre and benefited from the smell of vision technology? Not many. Uh... The closest I ever came, I went to a film screening in SeaWorld, and I'll just say now that I'm against all SeaWorlds <laughs> and think they should be closed, but when I was an 11-year-old kid, I didn't, have to, I didn't really have that autonomy, I don't think. Uh, and we went to a 4D screening, and 4D, turns out, is a 3D film screening where they will, at one point, spray water on you and, at another point, have a little fan blow near your legs to imitate a draft. And that's it. Cool. Now, now imagine that little draft contains the smell of the sea. <laughs> the smell of an island of seals where their bed and toilet is the same thing. No, thank you. There are definitely some films where this would work, and it's mostly food-based films. Like, In- Interestingly, f- food was uh, used in The Scent of Mystery. But then, food was shown. But then all I can think of, for some reason the first film I think about with food is Ratatouille, which also takes place in the sewer quite a lot. <laughs> so You're sitting around, you're like, hang on a second, we did nothing but smell things in the first act. In the second act, we haven't had any sense. Is yeah. the system broken? Or did they think I didn't want to sit in a sewer? I think you'd have to be very like select with what you were uh, waft. Yes, yes. Shall we, on that note, shall we get into the statements, or is there anything else you'd like to know? Uh, no, this is an abomination. Let's um, start with some statements. Okay. Statement number one. Despite very high anticipation for the system, smell vision was only used once for one film. Is that film The Scent of Mystery? Yes. That film was shown in three different theatres, though. Oh. Statement number two? Yep. Viewers claimed that the smell vision system made them drowsy. <laughs> okay. Statement number three. Yep. Due to there being a competing system being developed at the same time, the war was called the Battle of the Smellies. Oh, smellies. Just right now, like, I'm not going to lock you into it or anything, but just on that, which one do you think might be the lie, John? <laughs> Battle of the Smellies does sound ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. You think that one doesn't sound very credible? Yeah. I bet it's true. Um, well, two of them are. All right, let's run in order then. So, statement one. So, it was only used for one film. It was shown in three theatres. Yep. I've just realised I didn't actually give a date, but um, the film was released in 1960. 1960. So what was there a narrative to the centre of mystery, or was it just various things yep. that had smells? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there was a narrative. Um, so it was a murder mystery. Um, basically, a mystery novelist discovered that someone was going to try and kill an heiress as in the daughter of a very rich person, and that heiress was on vacation in Spain. So the mystery novelist uh, had to convince a taxi driver to travel all across Spain to track down the person, the heiress, uh, in order to save them, to prevent the crime. What? Is that actually what it was? Yeah. Oh. 
how was smells used in that? Was that like a I'm key piece of a key piece of evidence in the uh, in the mystery? Not just key, seminal. They used scent to reveal the killer. Interestingly, no, none of the articles specifically ruined <laughs> the the plot or the the mystery by saying which character it was. Um, so what they did early on was associate characters with smells. So as the mystery novelist was tracking down the person, her f- perfume was released. I was going to say, is it um, like to indicate that like... he had just missed her? So I imagine a, an entire country. And this guy's following along and he's just missing her every time so that her perfume's still in the air. Okay. That's interesting. I was going to guess mm. that it was just a film where someone couldn't work out what smell was. <laughs> this sounds a lot more fun. <laughs> you, you what? Have you had coffee yet today? Uh, I'm working my way through it. Is it instant with cow juice in it? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I hate to really say that. <laughs> Imagine Smell-O-Vision when they went to a dairy factory. Everyone would start drinking oat milk. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, no. Nah. So, yes. No, it was an actual film with an actual story and smell... The point of Smell-O-Vision was, for the first time, scent had been included in the production of the film. There had been other instances of introducing scents into theatres, but it had just been done by rogue theatre owners adding to a story or a product that they already had. This one, scent was was written into the story. That was Smell-O-Vision. It's pretty... I mean, it's pretty sort of smart in a way because you couldn't really... Yeah, you can't really sort of convey that in a just a normal film, can you, really? That someone smells something. I kind of like no. it. But it... it but, I just see too many, like, too many bad smells. <laughs> well, I mean, the scent, the statement is that it was used only once. That's true. Was there, was there other, so there was a smell for each character, was there? Uh, they intentionally associated smells for each character. So uh, the two that I read of was the the perfume for the heiress, and there was another character, who I presume must have been the killer, who was associated with the smell of a tobacco pipe. Oh, weird. They also, um, like, one of the criticisms was that they just put random things in the film because they were able to make a scent from it, so, like, coffee, bread, and the film looked weird because they were just trying to jam in these scents. Because <laughs> they were like, we need to find the killer, but also let's take a tour around this bakery. <laughs> yeah, we need to... We need to... Find the killer, but we've only got four characters, so yeah. I've got 26 other scents that we have to fill up because that's what the system can handle. Oh, no, here comes Smelly Simon. Let's <laughs> put out a bad smell for that. Jesus. Mm. Oh, mm. A fun novel idea, but I can see why it didn't take off. Didn't, d- did not, that has not reached I bet it'd be like watching a 3D film, though. You know when, like, you go to 3D cinema and there's, like, obviously shots in the film that are designed for 3D? that can just look a little bit sort of weird when it's in 2D. I bet that's exactly what it would be like. Yeah. I refuse to go to 3D films. I Yeah, no, not oh, for yeah, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can see why that statement would be true. <laughs> it just sounds too much you of a, a faff to do it again. 
yes, we barely even touched on any of the actual actual problems, and you can see why. No, you can see why no thank you was said by most people. However, I can't imagine that everyone wanted to try this once in the in 1960. Yeah, like you probably they probably made enough money. I don't know. They had to actually build infrastructure into theaters. You what? Yeah, you want to go see what it was like at the cinema, but mm. oh yeah, you just want a seat near the exit. Yeah, yeah, maybe the back row. Um, yeah, because I mean, surely they'd have to like completely restructure how cinemas are built. <laughs> Literally, they did. They, I mean, they completely transformed three cinemas, three theaters for this. My God, that's amazing! I love it. I want to see this film. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of do. I kind of do as well. And I'll, I'll have like. I'll have a tobacco pipe and a bottle of perfume so I can just, like, spray it when I need to. Chanel number five. <laughs> Morgan comes in and you're just sitting there, like, lighting a pipe and spraying <laughs> yourself with Chanel five. Like, what are you doing? I'm just watching a film. <laughs> yeah, it's called The Scent of Mystery. <laughs> can you please turn that fan on and open a window? <laughs> oh, you got to eat fresh bread. Um, right, statement. I think we should move on. Uh... Statement yes. two. Yes, drowsiness. Drowsiness. So, was this causing the people who were setting it up to be drowsy or the people who were in the cinema to be drowsy? That was a complaint from the audiences. Audiences? That, yes. I mean, I don't think... It was a... Yes. I'll just tell you what happened rather than but trying to let you get there. Maybe the um, film was just One of the boring. problems... Sorry? Maybe the film was just boring. <laughs> That's true. I guess following on from statement one, if then you tried it once. Basically, one of the problems <laughs> is that you have to store the scents in liquid form in vials and you have to be able to like make them in one batch and ship them out and keep them. So you need it to stay very, li- very liquid and volatile. It has to be able to disperse throughout the cinema, however old it is. So they needed a solvent. And you needed something who was going that was going to preserve the smells because if you had chemical react- reactions happening within the vials, the scent would change. Um, usually, things that change go worse. I found, <laughs> or at least I found in Year Twelve Chemistry. Um, so they, they used chloroform. Oh God. Yeah, uh, uh, my problem was I did a little bit of research. Chloroform was used as and an anesthetic and it was kind of known that this was something that would make people go unconscious but the amount required to stop droplets forming in the ducts and stop oils forming on top in the vials and stop fermentation was so small i think chloroform was probably just in stuff like now we just have preservatives that we don't think of because they don't knock people out <laughs> they're just in stuff and we yeah. would never even if they have like a scent or a taste the quantities are so small um i as i read it like no one actually said it did but it was it was a commonly cited complaint that there were, people were getting drowsy well, i i would believe that sitting in a theater with the doors closed or chloroform drifts past your nose cloud surrounding you yeah <laughs> oh god so i'm trying to think i just can't read yeah that, 
just stupid. <laughs> my brain's sort of having a bit of a... I'm trying to wrap my head around why this was a good idea. Another thing that I thought of was, like, I, I can imagine them building it and this system being built and it all works perfectly in testing. Then someone puts a bottle away for, like, six months and they play the movie and everything just smells like rotten eggs. Like, it's just sulphur. Yeah. And they go... Oh no! Oh god! We need to fix this. We need to backward engineer a solution to this problem because we're too deep in this, and we haven't thought about the fact that the scents aren't just going to stay the same forever. Let's use chloroform, and everyone will knock out and distract from yeah. the problem. Let's fill it up with basically alcohol. So, how many people complained, or did it not really say? Just audiences. There was a whole long list. It was kind of like within statement one as well. And it just... Uh, everyone was unhappy with every iteration of scented cinema. Um, <laughs> but that, it, <laughs> So, like, one of the complaints was that the smells didn't just go away. So you didn't just have one smell. Then the next scene, you had the next smell. They all just mixed into the room. The room just smelled terrible. So there was a bunch of people coming out saying, oh, I, like, got a headache and I was really tired and I, I felt I felt sick. God. You know, my, my muscles started aching. Like, I don't know. I wasn't there, and I kind of believe it. But also, I feel like once people got a bad impression of this, they just piled on with all of the problems you could possibly imagine. Yeah, because it just sounds rubbish. The guys in the picture do look like they do look a bit nervous about it, don't they? They're like... <laughs> a little bit, a bit dubious. Yeah, or... Will it, will it work? Probably not. We'll just knock them out instead. I kind of thought they looked like, this is a really good idea. Look at this. This is amazing. But we don't quite believe that. I think the guy, the guy in glasses probably does. The other guy looks like he's been roped in to sort of make it seem a bit more legitimate. I haven't actually got it in front of me. I haven't seen this for a week. <laughs> yeah, I want, there's things like this. I wonder like what we're doing now that is going to be a terrible, terrible idea. I mean, I've got a few ideas uh, of what might be regrettable in the future. But there just must be so many. I think, like, toxins in the house, like the cleaning products we use, I, I think it's going to be absolutely ridiculous in 50 years. Or, like, deodorant or something. Oh, I don't know. Like, we're pretty self-conscious. I mean, in, like, the spray bottle form. Yeah, uh, uh, the form that, like, we'll figure out better ways for everything. You're kind of right, actually. Those two guys do look a little bit nervous. <laughs> they do, don't they? Um, I mean, I don't, uh, let's move on to statement three. I think that statement two is just ridiculous. But let's move on statement to the battle of the smellies. So let's get. I some, like statement three. There's some seriousness back into this podcast. If you had to just guess one alternative name for something like Smellovision, to be the competing, the the force competing for dominance in scented cinema, what do you reckon it might be called? I'm trying to think of words for smells. Scent, smell, um, how about... God, this is... You're on the right track. I'll give it to you. Sent- Aromarama. Sentima. Aromarama? Aromarama was the main competitor to uh, smell vision Aromarama. It's kind of hard to say. Aromarama. 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 Um... I can't. I don't know much about 1959, 1960, but I feel like lots of things were ramas. Yeah, I feel like aroma, aroma, rama. Yeah. <laughs> sounds ridiculous. 
is better than Smell-O-Vision. Me too. I, I know that I know that Smell-O-Vision is like television and all this stuff. And blah, blah, blah. But Aromarama just sounds a bit more fun and a bit more like you're going to have a nice time. And I can kind of see Aromarama with a little trademark and it's like you, you print the big board that says what the movie's called and then it just has a little Aromarama badge and then you know it's going to be yeah. scented. You're like... Like, I feel like it could, it, you could pull that off. You're like, oh, Mystery of Scent by smell vision No, thank you. But The Smell of Victory <laughs> by Aromarama. Yes, please. Yes, Smell of Victory. That's good. Did they have a film? Yes. So this one also had a... It was released alongside a film. This one was called Behind the Great Wall. Was it a gritty war drama? No, it was a Chinese travel documentary. Good for smells, though, if you're having nice food and stuff. I think... So, it was also developed by, like, a filmmaker, a film production person, (laughs) and the idea was just to, like, transport you further through the cinema, so they just paired the scent of things that they were showing on the documentary screen. Um, It it was not integral to the plot, because it didn't have a plot. But it's it a documentary. documentary. It? Yeah. It was just things in China. That seems... But I don't know, because I kind of <laughs> like the idea of, like, the scent of mystery. I think the scent of mystery was a more ambitious proposition. Yeah. But also a riskier proposition. But a rumor Because the film alone didn't smaller. work. The film alone worked in this case. Yeah. Like, this one, I think the guy... I don't know. There's no... You can probably imagine the kind of articles I was reading to get my information. They were like, oh, you'll never believe what they thought was going to be a good idea in 1960. Smell-O-Vision. And then they would tell you about it. So it's kind of like anecdotal almost. A very lazy 2008 internet newspaper writer was writing these articles. But I feel like the footage was already in place and the filmmaker was of the opinion that scented cinema was going to become the next big thing. So he went looking for... A production that he could he could release with and get in first, make Aroma Rama, the preeminent scented cinema mechanism. Yeah, it 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 sounds much better to go like I've got the film now. Let's get the sense rather than let's make it all work nicely together. Yeah. So what? How how tense did this battle get between Smellovision and Aroma Rama? It was actually really close. They, because, uh, I mean, just like they pr- produce films now, everybody wants as much anticipation as possible and getting the production done and the release fixed, you know, takes a while. They were released within one month of each other. Which one do you think won, John? Smell-O-Vision. No, Romarama got in one month beforehand. Oh, that's pretty good. Actually, it was released in 1959, so it must have been December and then January. Ah, yes. Turn of the decade. New, wonderful technology <laughs> to celebrate. Yeah, I guess... Smell, so, the smell vision technology was older because it was developed by that German. So, smell vision hadn't been called smell vision but the the mechanism for that was already around before Aromarama. But Aromarama and got to release first because of the Chinese travel film. Um, so, it kind of won... Um, was it more, honest, was uh, it more successful then? Uh, yes, the film was well received, but 
this film was shown not only with the sense, it was also shown without it, and it had perfectly fine reviews without the scent, so the film was fine. Whereas a main complaint of the smell of vision one was that the scent of mystery was a bad film anyway. <laughs> like they probably spent more of the production values getting smell of vision ready than they did on actually making the film. Oh, Jesus. I really want to see it. I'm sure you can find it. I haven't seen any of it, but I know I'm going to do a little search once, once the truth is revealed. Um, so did, did they have a, a wider release then than three cinemas? They did have a wider release in three cinemas, yes. This one was released internationally. Internationally? Well, how how did you get smells in all no, this? No, the scent, the scent was not released internationally. No, no, I know. Aromarama one. So just no, the film the, was? The, the film the was international. Wasn't. The scent only happened in America. Oh, okay. I actually don't have a number on how many theatres. I feel like that's... But I was reading about... I think I was reading about a New York one, so... Uh, I feel like that's cheating, though, because I feel like... If you want to claim that it's successful, you have to say that, like, the sense part is also successful. Yeah, I'm not claiming that the, the, the reviews on the sense with the Chinese travel film were no better than the smell vision reviews. It's just that the actual film was okay. Yeah, they were all just, like, passed out in the cinema chair. Great film, yeah. though. Great uh, film. No, I'm not sure if this one had chloroform in it. Um, yeah, I, these... I, we, you didn't ask, but I'll tell you anyway. The... Um, only difference I could see in the Aromarama technology and smell vision is the Aromarama, the trigger for the releasing of the vials was built into the film reel. So it had the, the triggers on the actual reel, so you didn't have to run two separate things and keep them in time. So you were guaranteed to have at least the mechanism trigger sense at the right moment with Aromarama, whereas smell vision you had to operate the smell vision box in conjunction with the film reel, if that makes sense. It does make sense. I wonder mm. I wonder if they had to work out the triggers, because surely you like it takes a while for you to get the smell of something. So I wonder if they had to do it early, otherwise you just like I don't know, the the, the picture of food that you're looking at, you'll suddenly get a smell of it as it's been gone for about a minute. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like I teed you up to ask that. The How do they do that just <laughs> Well, they did it with a similar ducting system and fans, but the pioneer or the film guy of Aromarama claimed he could get a scent to every seat in the theatre within two seconds and back out just as quick. And I've written in my notes, in brackets, audiences did not agree. In brackets, liar. <laughs> yeah. So they he said it often get... did not come at the right time. Um, audiences had to sniff because they, like, they knew that the scent was coming fireworks went off or something and then there was a scent so everyone's just like <laughs> which is kind of distracting in a theater um and the venting the venting and clearing of the air probably wasn't as good as it needed to be oh yeah i didn't even think about i mean yeah he's not going to get a scent out two seconds in two seconds whatever that's impossible but it would make for such an annoying like, if you go to watch a film and you, all you hear is people like, oh, God. Yeah. I, and imagine, like, I know some people who just cannot contain their displeasure. Imagine, like, the noises people would make when the smell got them and then that would just be a wave through the theatre as it's getting to different sections. I did read one thing, one article where it was, like, it was quoting someone from a balcony 
and the balcony was just way off on the timings. So they they were just getting different scents at different times from everyone else in the theatre. Why is that man wearing perfume? <laughs> yeah. I do feel like... They, I feel like they'd be loads They left of... thinking it was a completely different killer. Yeah. He's not the one who smells that tobacco. Um, I feel like yeah. all you would hear is people going, I, I, I don't get it yet. I, I can't smell anything. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've got it, yeah. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> like, people would be constantly, like, talking about yeah. if they all... Can you smell it yet? Yeah, can, exactly. No, can you smell it? No, no. Can you... He can smell it. They, look, look, they can smell it. Why can't we smell it? It's, it's all my money back. Seconds. God, it'd be annoying. I'm glad this failed. <laughs> Me too. Unlike Crocs and CFCs or whatever was on that list. Oh, they're failing on a much longer time <laughs> scale. Well, unfortunately, this is. Oh God, this is. I don't know if this is fantastic or I. I hate this. Ah, <laughs> uh, hate. Hate. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know. Hate, but we it's we amazing. never have to deal with it. That's true. Yet. Just wait until they pair this up with a VR headset. Oh, I was thinking about that today, not in conjunction with this object. Well, what I don't need that in my life. What 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 I am looking at because this is, I've got my Google image search open still, and I I've clicked on this image, but in the, around it I can just see other stuff, because it's not all, just this object, and one of them is just this, person in a VR headset with like a gas mask attached. And I'm just, oh my god, <laughs> some weird like dystopian. Feature. Yes. That is a modern-day reference to Smell-O-Vision, which I did not click on or read. <laughs> There's another one there. I was going to save this for after you guessed. But um, the BBC ran an April Fool's prank in 1965, which I'd heard of previously, where they advertised Smell-O-Vision being released and did a little test run where they pushed out to English homes images of chopped onions and coffee and people called into the BBC to say that they had smelt it, and then they said this was just an April Fool's joke. I feel like that is so cruel, but also, <laughs> how stupid were people? Well, I don't know. They were going to the cinema to see the Center Mystery. I feel like people would have flashbacks as not well. In England. To, like, if they saw the BBC one, they'd be like, "Oh my god, no, no, aroma armor." Yeah, there's people in England that are just like waking up at the stroke of April Fool's starting in England. In a cold sweat, just at the idea that smell vision or aroma rama is just going to follow them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, surrounded by onions and coffee, apparently. Um, good object, good object. Um, I've got no. What's your guess? Let's. I've got no wrap idea it up. what is alive. You've got no idea. Well, I think. Are you serious? I think that you are going to push that it's the smellies. But that makes me think... That I'm not going to push true. anything. I don't think I needed to. I was kind of... The only, like, I wanted to use the object because it was ridiculous. But... Yeah, but I think that you're you also... Know. Just suggesting... It's going to be exciting it's... when it's 4-4. Four, four. Imagine when my scores are level and it's all on the line. Oh, be quiet. It's 4-3 currently, people. I'm in front. This might be the last time I get to say I'm in front for a while. Be quiet. Um... Just while you think it... Tottenham is going to win the league, I just want that on the recording. Oh, as like a, as you want that date stamped. You heard it here, folks. December eighth, eight forty p.m. Tottenham win the league because Chelsea have an unfortunate string of injuries. Yeah, I don't think it was Chelsea that were going to worry them though. So that's all right. Oh come on, John. (laughs) 
Why are you, why are you getting like this? I don't, I don't like doing it when it's your morning over there. You're grumpy and mean. <laughs> First you just criticise every single Apple Music user on the planet, alienating at least half of our audience. Yeah, well, if you listen on now, Spotify, now you are just better. me where it hurts. Well done, Spotify listeners. I love you. Just found out my pen pal's an avid Liverpool fan. You have a pen pal? Yeah. That's very cute. Well, sometimes I think I've mentioned the pen pal on the podcast before. I just called him a friend. Uh, yes. Where is Liverpool fans everywhere out here in the Antipodes? Where's your pen pal mate from? Uh, I think that's a breach of... From out here, but a different country. New Zealand. I cannot comment any further. Nod once. <laughs> okay, you ready? I knew it. <laughs> a reference I can't see just in. <laughs> um, yeah. We don't we don't do video. We don't do video. We're too busy looking at objects. Um Alright, that's enough thinking time. Come on. Number two. Number two's a lie. Number two. Number two is the lie. Remind us what number two was, John. So I think number two was a lie where everyone was drowsy because of chloroform. No, can I change my mind? One's oh. a lie. One's a lie. One's a lie. I'm going to say gonna... one is a lie. a lie. Jesus. I, you know, I'd even highlighted it. Or like bolded it. One's a lie. John's locked it in. The score was 4-3. The score is now. 4-3. You had it, John. You changed your mind. <laughs> what are you doing, mate? What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, God. Great. What he said, can I change my mind? There's been no happier look on a face on a person in this entire planet today than me. I knew smellies was true. Uh, so I said, I'll just... You, knew, you didn't You didn't back me into come up with the smellies? I'll remind everyone of my downfall. I said statement one was a lie, which was that yeah. it was only... That it failed. It was only a three cinemas. Statement. We didn't harp on that, but I kind of wanted to make it... Like, it does seem unlikely they invested that much into three theatres and no one tried to come up with another one. Like, even if they had have just got another film and plugged a few cents in. My... Just so that the, oh, the theatres hadn't wasted the money. Yes? Yes, John? I'm just so annoyed. I feel like Statement 2, I thought, was a lie because just it sounded stupid. And then... Uh... Well, that's because I come up with it. But I also thought that Statement 1 was initially a lie because people are stupid and go to this stuff. So I thought that maybe it was a bit more successful than you were letting on and maybe had like a bit of a longer run. Yeah, and if the first film was bad, like I feel like if we did this sort of thing now, like 3D is being proven to be wrong, but they've still tried out lots of different types of films to make it work. Yeah. And I mean, like the last object we did, the kinetoscope, people would pay money to go and just like bend over and look at a film for a, a minute i mean people yeah. uh, so i'm very annoyed about i'm like i'm actually quite annoyed and i'd like to um <laughs> i'm actually like i'm not just feigning being annoyed for the sake of the podcast like john's day is actually ruined <sighs> i'm just too good too competitive stop the recording <laughs> <laughs> that's it i quit good episode 17 that's it we're done Episode 18, is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Episode 18, there we go. Well, I'm trying to forget it. the last one. <laughs> oh, well done. I knew Smellies was true. Knew that from the start. You knew it. It's too good. Yeah, I would never have come up with that because I hate... I can't even... I don't even want to say that word ever again. It's a horrible word. Smellies. 
Thank you. Gorgeous. Smellies. Hopefully I'll make it 5-3 in the next one, and then that will be uh, painfully reminiscent of the time I went to watch Chelsea play against Tottenham and had to sit in the end of the Tottenham Stadium and watch Chelsea lose 5-3. That is brutal. Twice, I might add. I think the next time it was 5-2, two years later. Never, ever again. Uh...